Welcome to 814 Grounded Podcast. Here's our host, Rachel Allen. All right, everyone, welcome to 814 Grounded Pod. Uh, Owen and I are here, and we're excited to share uh, this latest podcast with you and wanting to, again, create a framework for what we're wanting to do here with 814 Grounded Pod. Um, many meditation and uh, relaxation, and I'm not necessarily calling this a relaxation um, podcast, but many of them are, you know, these little practices unto themselves that you can just access into your daily life when it sees uh, fit, when it works out, and those are lovely and wonderful, and I use them often. Um, but wanting to offer something that's relevant to things that are happening in the world today, and for me, practice is not a checkout. Uh, an opportunity to check out from the world, but a way to find ways to navigate and live in this world as it is. And showing up in the world as it is when um, things are challenging and being able to do so from a grounded, connected place and draw from that to, you know, be part of making change where change needs to be made. So I'd like to personally uh, dedicate this podcast to um, many individuals, to all the survivors out there, survivors of sexual assault, domestic violence, rape, um, and wanting to particularly uh, the Me Too, the hashtag Me Too, Tarana Burke, who is the founder of that, and uh, a young woman who has been just held up as this amazing force of Justice, uh, Rachel Den Hollander, I believe is how her name is pronounced. And you may have heard her quote in the trial of Dr. Nasser. Perhaps you have figured it out by now, but little girls don't stay little forever. They grow into strong women that return to destroy your world. So this particular message is for everyone, but specifically wanting to direct this to survivors. And, you know, this experience of, of unpacking the erasure of boundaries, having boundaries violated, and, you know, the loss of one's own agency, and that's everything. To have your own agency is everything. So this is, you know, silence is no longer an option. And for us, many of us, you know, unpacking and continuing to release internalized shame that sometimes we don't realize still exists, uh, we don't want to hold on to that. And this process can be painful. And I know I actually, you know, for myself uh, as a survivor and doing the work of working with survivors in various settings, I teach trauma-informed uh, practice, yoga practice with women um, that are incarcerated, that are in centers for addiction and recovery um, in various settings. And this is an interesting time for all of us. So finding ways to, you know, find tools and also community. And one of the things that happens with survivors is uh, this is a very isolating experience. Um, you you uh, have that illusion of separation and, you know, the, that idea that this is happening to you um, and having this, this Me Too movement uh, sort of awaken this sort of community of solidarity. So I want to share some things, you know, the wisdom that will hopefully, that has come with age, <laughs> that we don't have to remain in this space of despair. 
Uh, I have sadly witnessed uh, from men and some women that this is all too much, that all these reports can't possibly be true. And this, my friends, is what we call bypass. We have to face the uncomfortable truths here. And, you know, this is really important to be able to teach our, you know, our young people about boundaries, about respect for themselves. This is a, this is, we have a chance to do this here. We have an opportunity to prevent others from experiencing violation. Uh, we need to raise our sons differently and reject any culture that objectifies and debases humanity and respects. We need to, to you know, really have these conversations about how we use language and, and so many other things to um, debase humanity and to find this way of navigating that's respecting the inherent worth and dignity of all beings, allowing people to have their own agency to freely and safely navigate in their environment. So we have the chance to empower and believe survivors. And those of you who are survivors know this, you are not alone. You with your equal measure of grace and grit are resilient in your courage to be who you are. For me, moving through so much of this, I love the experience of being who I am now. I love being sensual and extraordinary and I don't need the male gaze or any gaze on me at all. All I need is my own agency. So for many of us, that agency was taken away and what was left in its fierce wake was despair, shame, guilt, that hypervigilance that never quite seems to leave. But we have the ability to not let these set up camp. And I know in my own experience, they visit and sometimes reappear, but they don't need to stay. We can work with these. Face fear one breath at a time. Fear can keep us alive and it can also swallow us whole. Naming and facing our fears with the help of a skilled therapist is a game changer. I still go back and get tune-ups and anger. Anger can turn into motivation, which is what is being played out currently. People everywhere, women, girls, men, boys, are speaking up and saying enough. And hope, hope rises from despair. It cannot exist without it. Think about that for a minute. Hope doesn't exist without despair. So hope and faith are the beliefs that love is both this emergent strategy for transformation and the essence of who we are. Healing is a remembering who we are. Yoga is the path of remembering who we are, returning to that awareness and living more and more from that space. Hope is this seed, and I think we've talked about seeds before, and the seed, I love the, the metaphor of the seed because it contains the whole life of the plant the roots, the stem, the trunk, the branches, the blossom, the fruit. So in this life of moving forward as a survivor and moving that the process of moving from being a victim to a survivor is a whole life journey. And I saw an old friend a few weeks ago that's a survivor. He was molested as a child by the priest in his church 
He has literally turned his life into a living testimony for resilience, courage, and grace. He dedicates countless hours of his time to ensuring that those responsible be held accountable for their most heinous abuse of power and the resulting loss of innocence of those victimized. He has persevered in the face of many obstacles, the powerful Roman Catholic Church being one, to advocate for the change in the statute of limitations so survivors can seek well-deserved justice. So I saw this friend with joy etched into his smile, with renewed energy, clarity, focus, and passion for this path of healing and empowerment. I saw my friend who selflessly strives for justice so that he and many others may find justice and also to prevent this happening to innocence, this friend showing up here with grounded purpose. So this is the hope that emerges from despair, from the dark nights of the soul. Hope that shapes direction and purpose. So dear ones know this. The ugliness of the abuse of power that we're seeing so everywhere in, in our culture right now, it has always been here. It is now being revealed in epic proportions. The veil has been lifted and the silence that preserved the old order is done. So let it crumble. Let us continue to speak truth to power. And dear ones, know this. Love, the primary force of bonding and attraction that drives the creation of the universe, has always been here and will never, ever leave. This is the strongest of all, and this is what wins if we can move through the pain. So there's help and hope out there. Wherever you are listening to this, if you are a, you are a survivor, there are rape crisis centers and domestic violence shelters in every county. There are services in every county, at least in the state of Pennsylvania. Um, you can also call the National Sexual Assault Hotline, 1-800-656-4673. The National Domestic Violence Hotline, 1-800-799-7233. And we'll have that on our social media as well. So into the next phase of our practice, I'm gonna just offer a couple, this is what I call a love letter to survivors. So I'm gonna offer a couple love, uh, love chants <laughs> to survivors uh, to finish out our practice today. So there's no name to either of these. <laughs> there's just the, song, the little chants. Uh, um, so I, what my intention in sharing these is for you to take them and use them for yourself in your own communities and uh, hopefully they can be supportive in your journey. Yeah.
Thank you for listening to 814 Grounded Podcast. If you wish to see more and to interact with us behind the scenes, please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram with the handle at 814 Grounded Pod. 
You can also reach us directly by emailing 814groundedpod at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this show, please tell a friend about us. That would be the greatest compliment. We would also appreciate if you would write us a review and leave a five-star rating wherever you found this podcast.